0: Live from Cape Town, this is the voice of the Cape, 91.3 FM. Madrasa on A.
1: Assalamualaikum Alaikum, wa Rahmatullahi wa and Welcome back to your program, Madrasa on A. A developing Islam in me I'm your host Yasmina Peterson A long special guest in studio None other than Sheikh Anwar Adamson sheik alaykum
0: <laughs> Sheikh how are
1: you doing this afternoon?
0: Alhamdulillah ala kulli hal.
1: Alhamdulillah Sheikh I'm going to be handing over In terms to a recap On where we stopped yesterday inshallah. And that is where If you are tuned into the program For the first time And you just tuned in Then do note that You haven't missed a lot Because we haven't started The program yet So we are now going to be branching into a recap as to where she stopped yesterday. isda shift of
0: Bismillah alhamdulillah was salatu wa salam <laughs> ala rasulillah wa ala alihi wa ashabihi wa man walah Allahumma zidna ilma warzuqna fahma ya rabb al alamin rabbi shrh li wa amri wa hlul 'uqdatan min lisani yafqahu qawli Respected listeners, honorable listeners of the Voice of the Cape, we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to grant us khair and barakah in this beautiful day, as we are drawing close to the month of Ramadan, still asking of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us of those lucky and fortunate ones to see the month of Ramadan. We ask of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that whatever is being said of goodness via the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and his messenger Muhammad sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala open up our hearts to this valuable words of wisdom that comes none other from the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the teachings of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam alhamdulillah we've spoken about in the past but the reciting of the quran that Ramadan is the month of the quran he'll try to recap very quickly must not spend as much time with the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala within our capacity I leave us with a thought, I start off with a thought where Rasulullah says, Khayrul A'mal, that the best of deeds. The moment we hear someone says the best of deeds, our ears start to open up. What is the best of deeds? Many of us might think the words that will come out of Rasulullah's mouth might be tahajjud, making a khatam of the Quran, standing up long hours at the night, but Rasulullah says that the best deeds are those deeds that are constant, even if they are a little. So this sums up the beauty of Islam. Sometimes we do something, a big act, and we do it once off, we get up, we recite a khatam of the Quran in one day for argument's sake, and tomorrow I leave it off completely. I retain Jews today? Just an example. There's nothing wrong with it, but Rasulullah says that the best days are those days that are constant. Some, as they say, bite off that which you can chew, and that is the best days. Rasulullah says. So if we are a, a per, if I'm a person that, for example, can say five times La ilaha illallah, but constantly for the rest of my life, that is better than a person saying it. 1,000 times in one day, and mm-hmm. tomorrow and the next day he leaves off completely. Mm-hmm. Same without tahajjud. If I'm a person, I cannot st- stand long hours in salah. I cannot recite a juz. I am sufficient to recite for arguments, say, Qul wal kafirun, and idha ja'a wal mfath. And This is what I can manage, but I'm constant on this. This is better in the eyesight of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because if you look at the teachings of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, you know, sometimes we think that in, in quantity is Barakah, but rather in quality. And this is what Islam is all about. You know, sometimes we go on a um, certain way, people tell us to make istighfar, this amount of istighfar, 1000 salawats upon the Prophet Yes, it's good. We have to make salawat in the Prophet But is it probable? Is it even sometimes possible? For a person to each and every day of his life make one thousand salawats on the Prophet if a person can manage, Alhamdulillah, no harm in that. But it is better for a person to be constant than to make maybe ten salawats or something that he conscious of, and rather to have the quantity, and where quality is at its expense. And looking at the teaching of Rasulullah you in the salatul Fajr.
1: Do you note know that you can send through your questions through to 072-238-0712. Alternatively, send through an SMS is to 47913. And now hand over to Sheikh to continue, inshallah. Sheikh Tafatul.
0: Bismillah, alhamdulillah, wassalat, wassalamu ala rasulillah wa ala alihi wa ashabihi wa man wala. We've spoken about the words of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And who better to give us guidance other than the Prophet of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. There is no better guidance than the speech of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. and There's no better way other than the way of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. As we've come to learn that is one of the easiest way to enter the Jannah by sticking to the teachings of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa alayhi wa So the Prophet wa sallam says in a hadith, Khairul A'mal wa inqal that the best of deeds are those deeds that are constant, done on a regular basis, wa in qal, even if they are a little, even if it seems small and insignificant in your eyes. So your person recites, Subhanallah bihamdihi, Subhanallah al-azim. As we know the benefits of this small dhikr, we can even recite this dhikr standing at a robot waiting for it to change, waiting in a line in the doctor's office. Subhanallah subhanallah. Al-azim. Start off with five for the day. Constant and boldy. That is better in the eyesight of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And a person does something once off and he does not repeat that act. So the name of the game is to be constant in doing certain things, even if it is a little. Let us bite off that which we can show. And looking at the teaching of Rasulullah Wasallam, Salatul Fajr. You know, one of the most difficult salahs to make, obviously because you have to wake up from a beautiful sleep, especially during the winter. Very difficult to wake up (laughs) to for the salah, which is normal. And obviously it's there for a test from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But the two raka'at, the two units of prayer, the two units of salah, the two raka'at, before Salatul Fajr, that's accompanied with Salatul Fajr, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa, alayhi wa says that this two simple raka'ats Khayrun This two raka'ats, it's better than the entire world and whatever it contains. Now can you imagine? Entire world Rasulullah says The jewels, the diamonds, the gold, the silver, the glitz and the glamour, the cause Everything that you think in this world, this world is for, let's get a figure here, yeah. one trillion, gazillion, jillion, billion rands or thousands of dollars worth of whatever it is in the world. And that turaqa'at of Fajr is better than in the entire world and whatever is in this world. And guess what? Rasulullah used to make these two rakats very short. The hadith mentions, he recited in these two raka'ats before Surah Al-Fajr قُلْ يَا يَا and أَنْ قُلُوا اللَّهُ Two short, very short surahs. That Aisha said that the Prophet ﷺ made these two raka'ats so swiftly, so quickly, that I doubted did he recite Surah Al-Fatiha or did he not recite Surah Al-Fatiha? What does this teach us? In the small things, in following the sunnah of Rasulullah, there is barakah in that. Simple, easy. But we always sometimes go for something that we deem to be greater. We find certain things more significant than others. Stick to the sunnah of Rasulullah, You will be successful. Just to repeat myself, the two raka'ats of Salatul Fajr, before Fajr, two simple raka'ats, two quick raka'ats, swift, easy, by a to tamak. By doing that two raka'ats, it is better than this entire world in the eyes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and what even contains. So the Prophet has never ever left out these two raka'ats when he was resident and while he was traveling. So it is urge and encourage us that we try and make these two raka'ats and obviously Surah Al-Fajr as well. These two raka'ats. And Alhamdulillah, the month of Ramadan again is there to assist us and to aid us, and to aid us to perform the two as we get up earlier, to perform al Fajr, Rehawah Suhoor. Alhamdulillah, what a great month. And yesterday we started with Tawbah. Ramadan is a month of Tawbah. It's a month we will seek and we repent to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَتُوبُوا إِلَى اللَّهِ جَمِيعًا أَيُّوَا الْمُؤْمِنُونَ لَعَلَّكُمْ تُفْلِحُونَ That return to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, make tawbah to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, all of you, لَعَلَّكُمْ تُفْلِحُونَ So that you may be successful. And yes, we've mentioned yesterday that each and every person commits sins. Rasulullah wa sallam has affirmed that. Today I would love to discuss the benefits of sinning. Are there benefits to committing a sin? Yes, there are benefits when we sin, Subhanallah. And yes, I intend. Intention is a benefits of sinning, so that the listeners can hear that yes, there are benefits to sinning. What are the benefits? Allah, Allah Subhanahu wa Taala said in the Quran, Illa man wa amana wa amila salihan, wa amila salihan." After Allah Subhanahu wa Taala has mentioned in a verse. A few of the sins that a Muslim should stay away, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is going to take this person to task if he commits certain sins, major and minor sins. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala ends of the verse by saying, tab, except for the one that makes tawbah. And as we know, a tawba ta ma the tawba repenting to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in sincere repentance will wipe out every sin before it if the tawbah is nasuha if that tawbah is sincere for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so here's the benefit of sinning amila except the person who makes tawbah Allah excludes when a person makes tawbah and he does righteous deeds the month of Ramadan is there many of us this is the month where we reap the benefits. We come to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We use the month of Ramadan as a stepping stone. Many of us, if we are fortunate enough, we reach the month of Ramadan, we realize, om no time to stop It is now time for me to leave this life. Because the month of Ramadan automatically we go into a zone of worship. We automatically become conscious of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Automatically we start to think about the sins we've committed in the other 11 months of the year. Automatic. When we hear Ramadan, we'll see that we start to change. We start to come close to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That's step number one and that's a good thing. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says when they make tawbah, in the heart we feel bad. وَعَمِنَ salihan And they do good deeds. We are going to do so much good deeds in the month of Ramadan. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make our deeds sincere for him. And that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept our deeds. وَعَمِنَ salihan And he does good deeds. فَأُولَٰئِكَ يُبَدِّلُ اللَّهُ Imagine, here's the benefit of sinning. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the person makes tawbah sincere for the sake of Allah, he does good deeds within his capacity. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will change their bad deeds into good deeds. Imagine that. And there's the catch. And there's the benefits of sinning. Not only will Allah wipe that sins out. No. You have a mountain of bad deeds, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will replace those bad deeds with good deeds. Allahu Akbar. فَأُولَٰئِكَ يُبَدِّلُ اللَّهُ Hasanat, Allah Subhanahu wa Taala will substitute our sins, all those sins, if we are sincere in turn to Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. Imagine, a valley of dust, a valley of raw materials, a worthless valley stands here and automatically changes into gold. This is our sins, subhanAllah. Similarly, our bad deeds will change into good deeds, and that's the one benefit of sinning. The other benefit of something. no, we are not encouraging one another to sin. We are not saying we should sin. But one of the benefits, as we know, when something happens to a believer, male or female, good or bad, is always good. When something bad happens to a believer, it's always good for him. And when something bad happens to him, it's also good for him. When something good happens to him, it's good for him. Prophet says, when something good happens to a believer, is thankful that it's good for him. And when something bad happens to a believer and is patient, that is also good for him. And that is for none other than a believer of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The hadith starts of as saying, عَجَبًا Amrin Mu'min, How wonderful is the affair of a believer. How wonderful is the affair. When something good happens to him, alhamdulillah, He's thankful Allah rewards him for that. It's good for him when something bad happens to him and he's patient. And that in itself is also good for him. So when we commit a sin, that remorse that we feel that we've spoken about yesterday, that's a good feeling to turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the other benefit of sinning is that when we commit a sin... We realize our position with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This humbles us. This keeps us grounded. This is a reminder for us that we are not gods. We are not infallible, that we are in need of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And in this way, we will stop to judge other people. We will stop to look down on other people. We will always look at our sins. We will look internally and find the fault with ourselves. That I've committed this, that and the other. And every person commits sins. Sometimes, but all the time, a person masha'Allah, his sins are, are less. His sins are maybe not major sins. So what happens, shaitan starts to play with a person's brain and tells him, mashallah, what a salih person you are. Starts to plant the seed of, in you know, himself, self, uh, what I'm looking for, conceitment. <laughs> He's conceited with himself, not all the time. So shaitan will come to him, person, mashallah, you know, you are such and such a pious person. People mention you in high esteem, people speak good of you. Allah, sometimes this is also not a good thing for us. So what happens? When we commit a sin, we realize we subhanallah, I'm a human being. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone has perfection. And I will always err. So you automatically turn to your creator in shame, with embarrassment. And you rely and with humility, subhanallah, even I commit sins. So sometimes, as I've mentioned, Shaitan will come to us and start to mess with our minds and our thoughts and tell us various things of how pious we are and how close we are to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and that conceitment enters the heart and that is a dangerous thing. So there is some of the benefits of committing a sin. Not that we encourage people to commit sins but if a person commits sins and he turns to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is willing and is able to forgive each and every sin that we commit
1: Shukran so much for that Sheikh. however just before we go further on in interdelving and introducing the other topic there is a few questions that came through just that Sheikh who needs to explain this is Ya Alaikum Sheikh, the two rakaats Sheikh just said is it the two rakaats of, of Tahajjud or the Sunnah raka'at before Fajr explained again Kanala?
0: Alhamdulillah, tell the person as, as, as sms to whatsapp us and to ask i'm sure many other people has also thought the same thing it is not the two of tahajjud it is the two sunnah salah that is coupled with salatul fajr like we have our, our raka'at after duhr you know our raka'at of the maghrib it is that two raka'at that is part and parcel of, of salatul fajr the nafl salas so it is not the tahajjud salah it is the two of Salatul Fajr. The Sunnah Salah as we know it, the Sunnah Salah of Salatul Fajr. And that is the great reward we find in it, MashaAllah. May Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Taala grant all of us to be constant on the Torah cards. Before al Fajr.
1: Amen. I and then there's another one that came through. Sheikh says, Salaam, Sheikh, and all on board. Are you talking about the two sunnas before Fajr, which Sheikh just answered now? And if you don't know, Kul cool, Ya'i yeah, Kafiroon, can you recite any surah or just Surah Fatiha? Shukran.
0: But of course, you may put. Rasul Allah Subhanahu wa Taala in the Quran, "Fattakulla mustat'atum." That fear Allah Subhanahu wa Taala to the best of your ability. And this person only knows Surah Al-Fatihah, and she does not, or he does not know, "Kulli yawal kaafirun, o kullu had." then Surah Fatiha will be sufficient as this person is indeed fearing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to the best of of his or her ability. So yes, the reward will still be there for that person. Inshallah, also there should be an intention to learn these very short surahs if possible, if a person has the ability to learn them. If not, Surah Al-Fatiha would be sufficient.
1: Shukran so much for that. And then another one, Sheikh Salam, what is the best way to make Tawbah?
0: There has not been mentioned any specific way of how to make tawbah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala only said make tawbah. Some of the scholars, as I've mentioned yesterday, has said that there are two rak'ahs of tawbah, where we sit some time apart, we pray two units of salah, and in that salah we turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We cry to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But sometimes, reality is that we are busy, we commit a sin, we might not find a place to make our salah to tawbah, the Torah cards of Tawbah most importantly is that a person should always try and return to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, repent to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to the best of his of his or her ability so as I've mentioned, the best way it will obviously be um, within the Capacity of the person. There is no specific mention. It has to be after the Dhuhr Salah. It has to be during Tahajjud Salah. A person can turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala at any given time. To Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So when a person sits still at home and thinks about his or her sins. And she is regretful of that. And makes an intention never to repeat those things. And obviously stop committing that sin that in itself is also a tawbah that remorse in the heart asking allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to forgive him or her we ask allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to forgive our sins when we turn to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala
1: Ameen, ya Rabbalah, and and also she hears something that came through on our sms line it says assalamu alaikum sheikh yasmina shukran so much for the needed nasiha however is it permissible for a person to make tarawih on their own at home i do go to the mosque when i can but it's not always possible
0: To answer that question in a nutshell, it is permissible to make Salat at home as it is a Nafil Salah, it's a voluntary Salah, so a voluntary Salah can be made at home. You know some of the Salahs that we are encouraged to make at home as well, so yes we will bring our Salah, make Salah alive at home. By making salut tarawih at home, there is no harm in that.
1: Thank so much for that, Sheikh. We are still speaking about tawbah. and you can send through your questions through to 0722380712. Alternatively, send through an SMS to 47913. That's of course tawbah during the month of Ramadan. And Sheikh, we are now going to be handing over to continue, inshallah.
0: Bismillah, Alhamdulillah, wa wa salam ala Rasulillah, wa ala Yes, Alhamdulillah. We've spoken about Tawbah, the importance of Tawbah. One of the questions that was asked before the break is that, how do we make Tawbah? In a hadith Rasulullah says that he makes Tawbah to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala more than 70 times a day. This is Rasulullah more than 70 times a day. And this tells us that as long as the person to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala whenever he finds the time or after he is committed whatever sin he has committed to turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and connecting to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sincerely from the bottom of his heart feeling that regret, feeling that remorse he is shy and embarrassed of the sin acknowledging that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will forgive his sins acknowledging his weakness, acknowledging that he's a human being and he has and he will sin if a person turns to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala at any given time during the day, the tawbah bi-idhnillahi ta'ala with the permission of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will be accepted by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And another hadith, Rasulullah says, Tobu il says, ilallah, make tawbah to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in repentance and seek his forgiveness. Fa-inni fil-yawmi that I turn to Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. I seek His forgiveness. I beg of His pardon, one hundred times a day. And who was this? The best of creation. The best of example. He is indeed the best example to follow. And he says that he makes tawbah with Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. He makes tawbah to Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala more than one hundred times. And as we know, Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, all his sins in the past and future sins has already been forgiven. Yet, look at the humility of Rasulullah sallam, recognizing the favors of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, recognizing that he is a human being, he will commit sins, but yet he turns to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, which leaves, leaves us with a thought. How should we not turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala on a daily basis for all the sins that we commit?
1: Shukran so much for that Sheikh And in terms of that Looking at uh, those type of things Looking at how we are going to be Ending off now With the Tawbah during the month of Ramadan However Sheikh There is something that came through on our SMS line Just for Sheikh to explain It says here Salam Sheikh The two Raka'as Sheikh is talking about Easy to do with the two Raka'as We Fajr plus the two raka'ats of Fajr. Please excuse me, I just want to make sure if it's the two raka'ats of Fajr. Shukran. It
0: is the two raka'ats before Salatul Fajr. Not the Tahajjud Salah, the two raka'ats not of Salatul Fajr, the wajib, not the wajib salah, the mandatory salah, but the two raka'ats before that. The two sunnas that we make before Salatul Fajr, that two raka'ats is what Rasulullah salatu wasalam has spoken about. Not the tahajjud, the two raka'ats before the actual Salatul Fajr, the sunnah salahs of Salatul Fajr, not the two wajib salahs, the two before Salatul Fajr, that two the benefits of that is that it is better than the entire world and whatever it contains.
1: Sheikh Shukran so much for that. Now speaking about Tawbah as well as she has been branching into speaking about the two Raka'as before Fajr that is more important than the entire dunya and what the dunya consists of. However, Sheikh, in terms of Tawbah, there is a few questions that came through and it's with regards to if one, for example, maybe tells a white lie today and then says... Okay, yeah, Allah forgive me. I'm not I, I know that I have sinned or I have wronged, but then finds themselves doing that the same day, the same thing the following day, and so it goes on. So what can one do to improve that?
0: From the advice of Rasulullah where he mentions Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as long as that servant turns to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and makes tawbah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is going to forgive this person. In another hadith Rasulullah says Whosoever makes tawbah before the sun rises from the west, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will forgive this person's tawbah. So when the sun rises from the west, and that is one of the major signs of qiyamah, that is when taw- taw- tawbah will no longer be accepted. And another scenario where tawbah will not be accepted is when the person is busy dying and his ruh, his soul is busy leaving his body. Before these two scenarios, all our tawbah will be accepted. So yes, you are asking, which is a normal thing? It happens to everybody. We tell a lie, we gossip now, we say astaghfirullah, ya Allah astaghfirullah. And then later we do the same thing. Just repeat the system and again turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for indeed the hadith says that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves when the servant turns to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is happier with that servant that turns to him, imagine this, Allah becomes happy Allah doesn't become angry, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala becomes happy with that servant happier than the person, and He makes the hadith makes an example the person he is in the desert and he loses his camel with all his belongings and he falls and he finds rest under a particular tree. Obviously, he's lost hope in life. He's not going to make it through the desert. He's not going to be able to continue his journey. Death is staring him in the face. He wakes up and he finds the camel with all his belonging has been returned to him. Imagine the joy of this person. The hadith says that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is happier than that person. That finds his belongings after fearing and staring death in the face. Allah is happier with a servant that commits a sin and turns back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So yes, we will make tawbah now. We will forever be making tawbah. Most importantly, dear beloved and respected and dear listeners, listen to this program. Always make tawbah. We welcome its sins. Always turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And try obviously our utmost to be aware of what we are doing. And make an intention not to commit that sin again. But if we do, and we are human beings, we will ah, we will make mistake. If we do commit that sin, what do we do? We make tawbah. We turn to Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. We make tawbah to Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. That's a beautiful point that you've raised. Many people think that tawbah must now come at the end of our lives when I am now completely finished with all my curricles and all my studies, and now tawbah must come. But none of us can actually. Say when we are going to leave this world. I might go home right now and I'm, something might happen to me and I might not even reach home. So when I commit a sin, whenever it is, however it is, whatever the sin is, at that moment after committing a sin, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Dhakarullah. They immediately remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Feel bad about it. Ya Allah Ya Allah forgive us. Make this part of our habit and part of our nature. As we have mentioned, that tawbah, wipes out every sin if it is sincere wipes out every sin before it so yes we are going to commit sins let let us not allow shaitan to get into our thoughts to come in the path and hinder us from the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, for that is his job. He wants us to lose hope in the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. As I've mentioned, he will tell us, you know you're going to lie later again. You know you're going to skinner later again. You know you're going to backbite and slander. And you know you're going to do X, Y, and Z. Why are you making tawbah? Fight Shaitan. Still make tawbah. Shaytan hates the fact that we turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He rejoices when we commit a sin. But how do we pay him back for that? we make tawbah to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala we degrade him by turning to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and that is my final advice for the dear listeners listen to that program that whenever we commit whatever sin immediately seek the forgiveness of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as we have cited the ahadith we rasulullah who is obviously infallible does not commit sins, and he turns to Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala more than seventy times. In one narration, another narration says that he returns to Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala he makes tawbah one hundred times. Never lose hope in the mercy of Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala.
1: Shukran so much for that, Sheikh. And then just branching into what she has said in terms of the tour of the before Fajr. This year Salam, Sheikh, can uh, Sheikh perhaps tell me what is the niyah the two If I do tell fuj- this
0: person the niya I might forget. Simple thing, the niyah of the person is in his heart. Whatever he intends. If I were to ask anybody to pick up a pen without making an intention, he will not be able to do so. Because we always have an intention. There's always an intention with a coupled coupled with whatever we do. So whatever your intention, my dear beloved brother or sisters, in your heart, you get up before Satul sort of Faj. You're already telling yourself I'm going to make two raqa'ats before Sat fajr And that thought in itself, and that, that crosses the heart and the mind, that alone is sufficient as an intention. Because if we are going to go and tell the person the way to usalli and all these things, the person might forget, and it's a, it's, a, it's a language of Arabic, he doesn't understand. So rather make it easy, the deen is easy, rather tell the person that the intention of the person is what it is in his heart that the intention we make is in our heart because when I get up here's a typical example when I set my alarm before I go to sleep tonight for example Fajr time or 3 o'clock is that in itself not an intention that I'm going to get up so when I get up Putting off the alarm or putting it on snooze, whatever I'm going to do, put off the alarm. I get up from my home bed. I walk to the toilet. I make wudu. Is that not an intention? I finish with my wudu. I throw up, op- throw open my muslah of my tapechi, like we say, salamati, and I make my salah, tahajud salah. Is that not an intention? Why do we come and make things difficult and tell the people and we, say we teach? And we have to say no. And sometimes we have new Muslims, they do not understand what they are saying. And sometimes we are people, we don't speak Arabic and we forget what, 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 what the intention is. So, the, that alone in itself preparing for whatever we are going to do, that in itself is an intention. So my advice is, it does not make things difficult with all these intentions, as long as our intention is purely for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and the thought of whatever we are going to do, whatever act of worship we are going to do, is for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that will be accepted. As we have mentioned, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does, not look at our bodies and our physical appearances, but rather Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala looks at what is in our heart. So if the intention is in the heart, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will accept, accept that inshallah ta'ala.
1: Shukran so much for that, Sheikh. All of the questions in which we did not get to, we will definitely look at that tomorrow, inshallah, in terms of your questions answered. However, Sheikh, shukran so much for taking time out to speak to us more on this, and I wish you all of the best in Ramadan, Kareem.
0: Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Live from Cape Town. This is the voice of the Cape, ninety one point three FM. Madrasa on A.